All right, we're back at it. We're talking about fantasy football here. Right at it. 2022. Okay, so we have Israel with us. He's going to join us every year, it looks like. Uh, He's back. That's right. Um, We'll try not to talk over each other so much, but we are drinking, and we're talking football. We get really excited. We're like boys at Christmas. We'll say, you guys are drinking. I'll be the, the moderator here. If you guys start talking over one another or throwing stuff. I'll, I'll have to regulate. That's right. And, and and I don't know if you can see in the video, but I'll point this out. We got a Miami jersey over there with a Miami hat. Uh, old jersey with Tannehill. Probably needs to be updated Tannehill to the better quarterback, should Tua. should be updated to Tua. Yep, I agree. We have a Patriot jersey here. Who Who's on that jersey? What's old winning? school Troy Brown. Oh, he's one of my favorite receivers Absolutely. of all time. Absolutely. I think he is the reason why Tom Brady had so much success yeah, early on, uh-huh, and learned yeah. how to be a better quarterback. In my opinion, um, underrated wide receiver, you know, in my opinion. And then we have me, the upgraded uh, Tom Brady. I'm wearing an old school work done uh, jersey, Tampa Bay uh, Buck. So uh, these are the teams we enjoy, we like, and we follow. Israel, how you doing, man? How was your year? Um, pretty good. Are we talking football or just life? We can talk both. I okay, mean. well, both were pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, back into the thick of it uh, with work. This is a busy time of year for me. Bring this a little closer. Yeah, I appreciate okay. it. I wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and start all over with that. Okay. Um, my year's been pretty good. Uh, back into the thick of it with uh, work and just living life. Ray, I think your whole that whole microphone needs to be uh, just a little tightened loose. up a bit there. Yeah, yeah, it just needs to be tightened up because it's it's kind of hanging on the on the edge of the table. Go ahead and scoot forward right, and talk into the microphone. Okay, so let's start with this. Um, all right, we we're gonna do some corrections. First thing I want to correct and I want to apologize for last year. I was I was talking about how good. Trey Sermon was going to be can't seem to make a team yeah and and I will I drafted him in my second league last year and that was after we had talked here so thank you you're welcome didn't work out well hold up but with that being said I did win that league mm. with with my co-teammate Bobby he he and I won that league so you know sermon uh, sermon aside it was just fine. Yeah. We talked about Gabriel Davis, who we thought was a Brown at that point, but Gabriel Brown. Yeah, yeah. But turns out person. Was, he was like the backup or the fourth receiver or third receiver to John Brown. We thought he was gonna do have a good year last year. Towards the end of the year he did. And this year you took him you took him. I drafted him, yep. Great first I was pleased week. with what he did at the end of last year, and I thought this is a guy I want on my team if I get a chance, and sure enough, drafted him. Two weeks. Well, he missed week two with an injury. Week one, solid. Big, tall, yep. receiver, mm-hmm. fast, great hands. Yep. Okay. I said, Israel, you're going to. I said, might be the end of Michael of, uh, of uh, Mike Williams' career. He's getting. He's getting a little older. No one's throwing to him. And he's beat up all the time. Well, he had a hell of a year last a great year. year. Best year ever. Yeah. Best year ever. And he's coming on pretty strong right now. Maybe, he's, yeah. He's got the with the injury to Allen. 
he really stepped it up. Well, and he still gets hurt too. Mm-hmm. But you know, let's let's call it for what it is. the The problem most likely was Rivers wasn't throwing throwing the ball his way. He's like I said before, he's a Clemson receiver. He's fast. He's strong. He's big. He'll catch the ball anywhere you put it on him. Herbert certainly feels comfortable getting the ball to Williams or Keenan. Well, what I heard somebody say the other day is that Herbert doesn't care who he throws the ball to. He's just throwing the ball to whoever's whoever's open, whoever he needs to throw the ball to. Whereas, like you said, Rivers may just not wanted to have thrown it to him for whatever reason, just preference, or was just trying to force it in somewhere else. Maybe didn't trust him, kind of like Rogers. Maybe, um, but I mean, now Herbert's just unleashing it all over the field, so he doesn't care. You're open, you get the ball. There oh. you go, touchdowns. Herbert looks great. Uh, Miami should. Herbert's awesome. Miami well, should have took him. Yeah, I mean, it would. Who knows at this point? Now, Tua looks like he might be just fine. I'm not going to say he looks like he's going to be awesome. I don't think that he's as good of a quarterback as Herbert. But I mean, you put Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle in front of you, or then yeah, I mean, you got almost five yards of space between receiver and defender. So you better be able to get that that pass. Yeah, those two are going to make anybody look good. Yeah, And as far as Herbert's concerned, or quarterbacks in general, I think sometimes quarterbacks get their favorite, and we see it all the time. I mean, um, Devontae Adams with Rodgers, um, you know, Hopkins, wherever he goes, ends up being the favorite. <laughs> you get those guys that are the, um, the security blanket, because you know you can throw it up, and they're going to come down with it. But with this new situation with Herbert coming in and taking over, like you said, he doesn't care. who He's going to throw to the open guy. He doesn't have favorites. But who he's not throwing to is another guy I said that I was high on was Jalen Guyton, who is a fast physical receiver, but he's not getting any targets. So we and we also talked about Le'Veon Bell. Guess what? Le'Veon Called Bell. it. Yeah, he's out of the league. He's uh, you know, he wants to be a boxer, and he knocked out Adrian Peterson. I uh, TKO, I should say. Did, did that happen? Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know that happened. Yeah, well, that's what happened. I knew it was coming up, or. I knew they were going to, but I didn't know what happened already. Oh, I would yeah, like to watch like, that. Uh, uh, maybe I'll still watch that. Probably like two weeks ago. Well, I mean, come on. Hey, did you get married, uh, by the way? Uh, no. And, and you haven't gotten divorced yet again? No. <laughs> and we got, we got another one over here. Yep. Long relationship. Yeah. So the No Wives League is... Uh, the sum, it's now yeah, the some Wives League. That's right. So we, we did have to make a change there. So we apologize for any fuckery that we caused. Uh, by the way, I'm the one that just said I messed up all those picks. Did you guys have any picks that you messed up on? Well, like I said, I did tell you that Le'Veon Bell was not going to pan out, that he was not going to be any good last year. So I was right about that. I didn't draft him, so I didn't mess that up. Uh, I honestly, I'm trying to think back at how and who I had last year. It's all a bit of a blur now with this season being involved. Um, my season was kind of rough. It was, it was up and down and up and down and up and down. I get a win, get a loss, get a win, get a loss, get a win, get a loss. Just couldn't mount any type of real traction in the win columns or, or, uh, consecutive wins. Yeah. Yeah. So it was rough. Um, and I can't remember who I had that didn't do well. I know that I had Cooper Cup, so that was a huge success. Only reason why I was winning any games, probably. Um, but nobody knew Cooper Cup was going to break out like that. No. That was outrageous and awesome. I'd like to say I did. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Israel, what about you, man? you have any? Um, I don't remember any of the predictions I made, um, but 
the beginning of the year last year was bad. I was at the bottom. I was 10 out of 10 um, for the first four or five weeks. And I just had to keep paying attention to games and picking dudes up off the waiver wires. And then I got a team that was consistent and I went from worst to first. And I was riding high. I was counting that money going into the playoffs <laughs> and um, lost in the first playoff game by one or two points. And I was like, all right, all right, playing for third. And then lost for by one or two points in the next game. Rough. So finished well, fourth. Apparently you guys are perfect. But I'll, I have another <laughs> one. I just thought of another one. I was high on A.J. Green. Yeah. I thought he was going to show up. Mm-hmm. But he's coming to the end of his career, which you guys said. Mm-hmm. So that's, an, that's another apology. But at the same time, I want to go back and say, I think that's where you win fantasy is the waiver wire. I think the draft helps. You have these predictions. But really, you got to stay at it. Yeah. you got to grind and pick people up or, or risk. you got to make that risk. If you stick with your gut and you st- – I mean, I'm sorry. If you stick to your draft – a lot of times you just can't dig it out for whatever reason. Yeah, it's not going to work. You've got to make moves one way yeah. or the other. Yeah, almost every week, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so we've already drafted. Uh, you guys probably held off on this uh, conversation, so that way you wouldn't fuck up and take somebody like Trey Sermon again. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, so we already drafted. We're two weeks in. Uh, what is the biggest uh, shock or what was the what was your thought process going into your draft this year? Well, so I was looking at the fifth pick overall, and we do play a keeper league. Last year, all of our keepers got fucked up, so we didn't have keepers. So this year, going in, I looked at where who who was I keeping. Well, I drafted Cooper Cup in the third round, which means if I keep him, I get to keep him in my third round pick. Cooper Cup was a first round pick across most of the boards. So that was kind of a no-brainer. I didn't really have anybody else worth keeping at that point. So Cooper Cup locked in third round. Thought it was great. I finished sixth overall, so I had the the fifth pick of the draft. And with that thought, I'm like, okay, some of the top backs are either going to be kept or taken off of the board. They'll be taken off the board. The top backs are not going to be available. But what about Justin Jefferson, the other top wide receiver in the draft? Do I have a chance to grab him coming out of that fifth pick? If I do, I'm taking him. I'm taking the top two receivers, taking them home, and those are going to be those are going to be the focal point of my offense. So he was there, so I took him. Um, yeah, it pissed me off. That you sniped me with Justin Jefferson. Well, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, at number six, I would have also been hoping that he was going to be there. Um, but you know, I, I wasn't going to let that happen. I, I wanted to secure these two receivers because I knew that if I could play these two guys every single week, there's not a single week until their bye weeks that I'm not going to play those guys. Right. You're not going to be outscored in the wide receiver category. No. Um, so, and after that came the, the tough part, finding the running backs. Um, well, hold on, hold on. Let's not go there yet. Let's, uh, so let's go in order here. Okay. You finished, uh, sixth. Yep. Drafted. I finished Fifth. Sixth. Yeah, I finished sixth, drafted, drafted fifth. fifth. Uh-huh. I finished fifth, drafted sixth. Right. Okay. And I'm looking at this year's draft, and uh, I'm saying to myself, man, it is thin at running back. And everywhere you go, every team that you have, especially after you do your keepers, 
every team they're using by committee now. The running back is not uh, an essential piece of an offense anymore. And so do you go running back because you're trying to pick that guy that is the workhorse? Or do you go somewhere else? And so you're looking at the the people picking running back, running back, running back, running back. And then you get to Joe's pick. You got Justin Jefferson there. I'm thinking, ooh, okay. Justin Jefferson. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Mm-hmm. So I go back to running back because I'm like, I don't know who else I'm going to pick at wide receiver at that point. So I go back to running back and I look at it. I go, hmm, David Montgomery had a good year last year. He's like kind of quiet and nobody's taking him. So I'm, I took him. I took him because the running back was so thin. And after that first round, I don't think there were any more running backs. I don't. I don't think. Maybe I think the second I took round. Zeke in the second round. But where's but he been? But with the injuries and right. stuff, he's been nullified for the last two weeks. And I can tell you, uh, with Montgomery, I've had him on my team for the last like three years because no one would, nobody was high on him. But he gets so much volume. He is the workhorse. For Chicago, that's right. So that was a great pick uh, to pick him up because he's going to get the carries every game. And and not only does he get the carries, he's a pass catching back. Mm-hmm. How many yards does he accumulate last year? He accumulated he would accumulate more than hundred yards, mm-hmm. and he there were more than I want to say there were like several games last year he scored two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So he he'll bring the points when given the volume. The problem is he's got Khalil Herbert that's competing for touches now, and he plays for Chicago. <laughs> but okay, so. <laughs> So that's where I my status was. What about you? Uh, well, there was a bit of a... I picked seventh because I finished fourth. And um, there was a bit of misunderstanding on my part on how to draft uh, <laughs> using a computer. Because um, my phone I wanted for, you know, uh, looking up stuff and for research. And so the computer picked uh, for me the first round, and I got Diggs. Uh, and I'm not unhappy about that because he has had two great weeks, and he's part of an offense that is literally on fire. Yep. Um, so I got him. I think we swung back around in the second round, and I picked up Elliott because in my third round, I had Taylor, who's the number one running back, um, and I was not letting him go. Um, well, well, so let me, let me ask you. We had keepers. Mm-hmm. Who is the next wide receiver for fantasy after Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup? Was I believe listed as Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase? Mm-hmm. But he's and he okay, so Jamar Chase. Who's after that? It's gotta be Diggs. Diggs has gotta be number five. I would think so. Yeah. Those top three uh no, I'm sorry. Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase were all kept. For all keepers. Right. So you only had ac- access to Justin Jefferson or Dix. Mm-hmm. Not a bad pickup. And by the time you were picking, uh, who was available as far as running back is concerned? At that point, you're just trying to like, you're just trying to fix a run. You, why waste right. your time with a running back? Right. When you could get a high quality wide receiver. So well, honestly, I really wanted to pick up Chubb and I thought he mm. would swing back around to me, but he didn't um, because he's another one, even though in that offense, there's two running backs those guys get the ball you know uh chubb gets it i think i was listening to something said he gets it uh on average um 18 to 20 times a game and hunt gets it 15 to 17 times a game you can't go wrong with either one of those two running backs um i even in a second league that i'm in there's somebody that has both of them yeah plays them both has played them both 
and 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 especially this year when they don't have Deshaun Watson, they just picked up Amari Cooper in his first year, and they have Jacoby Brissett who's new to the team. And I mean, so what are you going to do? You're going to go with your tried and true running game. And I remember being the person that drafted Chubbs the first year he was in the league, and I drafted Hunt that same year, and I did really really well with them. I just never got it. Got it. Came back around to get him. Was Hunt still with Kansas City? No, he was with. Cle- he, they Cleveland had just picked him up. Okay, that's right. He had a suspension. That's right, and it was a kind of like a teaser. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you picking up those two guys? And I was like, you just wait and see. Those Hunt was guys really good. Well, I mean, come on, you got Chubb who can just go between the tackles or outside, score a touchdown. He can pass catch as well. And if he gets tired, guess what? You got Kareem Hunt, who's pretty damn good. And if he just plays at the same level he played at Kansas City, that whole incident of this of his uh, suspension yeah. will be gone. Yeah. But moving moving aside from that, uh, I mean, running back was just tough. I don't. I, I mean, I went David Montgomery and I picked up John Connor. And um, Connor, not John Connor, but is it not John? Is it James, James Connor? James, James Connor. Connor. I always, I always want to call him John right. Connor. But uh, anyway, James Connor. And I think, I think the reason why they let Edmonds go last year is because Connor showed that he still had the running game. So I'm thinking volume with him, pass catching running back. Why not? He's not doing too bad. He just gets banged up. Yeah, and that's I had him a few years ago when he was going to be the feature guy in uh, Pittsburgh, and he had great games. But then he would get hurt and miss a couple of weeks, and then he came back and then got hurt and missed a week. Like. Um, the injury bug gets him every season. Yeah, he gets banged up. So we'll stick with running backs for now, okay, just to make it easier. And I remember I remember that. I remember who was there. There was Le'Veon Bell, right? Le'Veon Bell gets hurt. He tears his MCL. And you're looking at the next running back. And I'm like thinking to myself, should I get him? I was going to grab him because it was on the waiver wire. I was just going to pick him up. And I was like, no, I'm just going to wait and see, wait and see. And then you took him, and I was like, and then all of a sudden he started, like, just excelling. I was pissed because I, I – Who was I, that? Connor. 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 For okay. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that he's still uh, a viable candidate. I don't know why I fall for uh, the Arizona Cardinals offense like I do, but I, I do because I have hope because um, – but anyway – so aside from that, the other guy that I was really high on was uh, Brian Robinson out of uh, out of um, Washington. Yeah, Washington, yeah. He's going to be the feature guy, but guess what? Guess what the story is? Nine minutes after the draft, you get the report from Adam Schefter. He was he was mugged and like uh, uh, they're trying to steal his car yeah, and shot, shot him. What the hell? I was so pissed about that. Yep. Because I have, I have three, I think three good running backs, and I lose one. But he looks like he's going to be back uh, week five. I'm hoping. That's wild coming back from a gunshot. Uh, yeah, I'll twice. Take five weeks off. Two know. gunshots to his legs. I, I hope. I hope that he tears it up when he comes in in Washington. Because I think Rivera is going to run him. And whoever has Gibson is going to be pretty upset. Yeah, because he's well. They they keep splitting. They were happy at the time because yeah. you know Gibson now gets all the attention. Right. Yeah. But um so who else do you have at running back? Uh I had 
who got hurt? Mitchell. I had Mitchell from San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Elijah, Elijah Mitchell? Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had him, and uh, they played that ridiculous rain game. And uh, he got hurt about halfway through. He wasn't doing bad, and then he got hurt. So I did pick up Wilson, and that's kind of something I'm struggling with. Last week I didn't play. Typically, I like to play running backs because, uh, hold on, especially hold on. if they're workhorses. Jeff Wilson? Yeah. Oh, you beat up? Oh, okay. Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah. Okay. And um, I didn't play him because I wanted to see what he was going to do first. I didn't want to throw him in there and get a goose egg. So I put in, you know, someone really good, Chark, and uh, <laughs> got a goose egg. So, um, yeah, that was my decision making. <laughs> well, Wilson's another guy, you know, true to fashion with San Francisco. They just, I don't know if they just run that hard, or but he gets hurt a lot too. So when you can play him, you might as well play him because he'll get the touches. But it doesn't mean he's viable the following week. Man. Ooh, okay. So who else do you have? Oh, another big one that got me too was Kittle. I, oh. I ended up getting Kittle. I was thinking, good, I don't have to worry about tight end until you know when they have the bye. And then he gets a groin injury what, a couple days before the start of the season. And now I'm scrambling, going who's out there um made who did i pick up hold, hold on let's come back to tight end real quick okay. no who do you have at running back uh at running backs i have uh taylor elliot mm. and wilson jr right now uh, jonathan taylor is he still worth the number one pick yeah i think they had a bad week last week um and they were playing from behind and he they just couldn't give him the ball like they like to do if you look at week one, he ran all over the field. Right. and it Like was, he did last year. Right. Just like he was doing last year. So, you know, they had a down week. We'll have to wait and see because, I don't know, we'll have to see if this experiment will bring it in another. Very hard to make a, make a judgment after two weeks when mm-hmm. you had him do so good in week one and then not really good in week two in a game where nobody from that team did any good at all. Kind of scary though when nobody does good. Granted, they were down their top receiver Pittman, and who did really good in week one as well. And once he's gone, that's that's their only two weapons. It, it would appear. I think right, one of the hone in. I think one of the things that makes it harder this year is that you also don't see them playing in the preseason games hardly at all. Right. And if they do, it's like one series, and that's it. Mm- the year before, I felt like they played more so you could get a better understanding, but now they're just not playing at all. And so, and then you're not hearing anything out of camp either. So, like, you're going in thinking, all right, they're, I'm going to see. It. So, you don't know what they look like until about week two, week three. Right. But the Colts' de- uh, offense has to run through Taylor. Oh, yeah. I don't know if Matt Ryan still has it. He doesn't look like it, either that or he doesn't have the receivers. The, the ice has melted. We'll oh, say. I hate to say that. I hate, I hate to hear that. Love Matty Ice, but it's is he's melted. Taylor is still a first round pick, in my opinion. Absolutely, if not the number one pick, and the offense has to go through him. He has to have 15, 20 touches a game, which I think he'll get. So I think it's still a good pick. I agree with that. And the other thing too that's off so far this year is the Colts' defense isn't as good as it was last year, and I rode them too. Last year, I picked them up and they had a nice, easy schedule toward the end. And they were scoring me 12, 15 points. They were making turnovers, pick sixes. It was insane. But they're, they seem to have leveled off. 
and they have a lot of the same guys. I don't feel like they lost anybody big, but they haven't gelled yet. Who was the coach? Uh, Frank Reich is the coach there, right? I think I said his name correctly. Right. It's his second year, right? Yes. Who was the coach before them? Before him? Because Who's I was after Dungey. I agree with Rivera? you. Oh, I don't think they had Rivera. No. They had that. They had the no, um, cancer survivor. Um, mm-hmm. I, I agree yeah, with well, you. The cancer survivor, not Rivera. Well, wait, was he yeah. the other guy? Was he an interim coach? No, I think he was there because he was there with Luck, and when Luck went, was oh, gone. Yeah. He kind of so everybody, Frank Wright. Oh my gosh, he's turned the Colts around. They look phenomenal. Look what they're doing with wins. Look at that defense. That yeah. defense is dominant. So I, I, I was the same way with you. I was like, man, that defense is going to be good this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may not have the receivers. They didn't really pick anybody up in the draft, which surprised me. I don't know where the hell T.Y. Hilton went. I, I mean, you don't hear about him. He yeah. just, uh-uh. wow, you know what? I didn't even think about him. He just disappeared. I didn't even think of that. He disappeared. He may have retired or just never got signed or something because nobody drafted him. Who knows what team he's on. He went from being one of your top fantasy picks to where is he at? Where's he, where'd he go? Mm-hmm. So that being said, though, I, what happened to the Colts? It's game two. Don't forget. You know, Maybe they're going to show up. But is Frank Wright, is, is, does he get the credit for the team or is it the did the credit go from the coach before who helped build that team? I don't know. But I do think the Colts are kind of like a sleeper in that division. But I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville emerges as the, the dark horse, to be honest with you. Because they have a coach, a proven coach, and Peterson, who's going to give you a good defense. He's going to give you a committee running, uh, running back situation, backfield, who, hey, NTN and James Robinson? Who drafted James Robinson? I don't know if anybody did. No. At first, no, they probably picked, I know they picked him up because he ain't out there anymore. Everybody's high on Intian. James Robinson has an Achilles tendon rupture, which would usually end your career. Mm-hmm. And now look at how good he is. And it looks like uh, uh, Travis Lawrence is going to be the quarterback. Trevor, we, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the quarterback that we thought he was going to be. Because Peterson can. He is a quarterback whisperer. And maybe that's why Wentz looks so good. But I think I think that's the I think the Jaguars are going to be an emerging team. I don't think they'll be a playoff contender. I wouldn't be surprised if they are, but I think they're gonna be at least five hundred. And we're so used to this day and age with um a young quarterback coming in and doing good. We forget that a lot of these guys with the quarterbacks, the team goes through the quarterback. The offense goes through the quarterback. They the quarterback touches the ball every time. Right. So we're so used to where we see these phenoms come in. And do great. So we think, oh, everybody's going to do great their first year. Otherwise, they're trash. Some of these guys take a couple of years to develop. So he had his his year last year, his rookie year. And there was times where he looked good. And there's times he looked like utter shit. And he's, I think he's going to develop, like you're saying, into a better quarterback. But he's the only star last year. They still don't have they, – they upgraded in receiver this year. Well, they got Chark? They, they no, no, um, Jacksonville, uh, Kirk, Kirk, yeah. They, they've upgraded in, in receiver a little bit, but last year they really didn't have any receivers. And Intian went down with an ACL injury. Yeah. The, the that's beginning when of the year. Robinson became the focal point of that, and until he got hurt too. Mm-hmm. So, and their defense really suffered. So, I think Peterson is, and, and Urban Meyer was probably more toxic than Peterson. 
And I think Peterson's going to put together, first of all, Peterson's pissed off that he was fired from Philly when he knew what the hell he was doing. Come to find out, Wentz probably isn't as good as we thought he was. He was probably better in the system that Peterson put together. And Peterson's going to be determined to prove that with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Lawrence is going to be happy that's the case. That being said, though, let's stick with running back. What did you do with running back? How did you approach that? Because you went wide receiver first early on. Right. So coming back in the second round, um, I'm loaded at receiver. Definitely needed a running back. I was looking to see how this actually crumbled because I might have skipped over Chubb. I don't know if Chubb was a keeper. I can't tell um, because whoever's got Chubb either kept Chubb or they kept Najee Harris. Um, Najee Harris was gone, was already gone by my first pick. So they either picked Najee in the first round and kept Chubb in the second, but it was after my pick. Regardless. Was Chubb on the board? I don't think he was. Ah. Was he on the board for your first pick? I mean, you were dealing with your phone, computer no, issue. No, I, I don't right. think he was. I think Chubb was kept. So he must. I have think Najee Harris was the one that was Najee, picked. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So almost the reverse strategy of me. You already have a star running back. Grab another star running back, and then try to find your receivers in a, a plethora of wide receiver glory. Maybe that was a good move. But anyway, I took. Um, Oh, what's his name now? Uh, Fournette, Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Thinking, you know, Ronald Jones is gone and Tom Brady is the master of the dump off. Even though Fournette's not a big pass catching running back, he can still at least handle a couple little dumps in the game and he's going to be their goal line back. He's first down, second down, third down back. He'll spell a little bit for uh, Rashad, but I wasn't too concerned with that. And Barring not having a touchdown after two weeks, he's 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 getting the volume. So keep promise though that's going to change, and I like that. Yeah. Fournette, I, I want my running back to go on Twitter and promise touchdowns to come. Fournette was not a high pick last year's draft. In last year's draft, this year he was a he was a top you know first mm-hmm. round second round draft pick. Um, my worry with him: history of injury, misses games. He gets a lot of volume yeah. and he between the tackles. And that's where um oh geez, what's his name? Uh the, the offensive coordinator. Uh likes to play him. Likes right. to rush up the middle Westbrook. all the time. Huh? Byron Byron Leftwich. Leftwich. Left left yeah. So uh and my thinking there, uh I thought, you know, you got him, you took him, that's great. So I took the backup, Rashad mm-hmm. uh Rashad White. Uh yeah. Yeah. Kid looks great out of uh, Arizona. Look to come in as the third or fourth string running back. Okay, he's a pass catching uh, tailback, and he played with uh, under Herm Everts in Arizona. Came in, lit it up, looked great. He's now the second running back. He's mm-hmm. running back number two. Fournette goes down with an injury. Rashad can run. He's young. He's got legs. Can go outside, go up the middle, and he can catch out of the backfield. So he's the guy that might be a keeper because next year might be. Fournette might be gone because of the payroll or banged up. Yep. But then again, it drastically changes if Tom Brady retires. Oh yeah. So which he probably will will is. He is, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he probably will. I I mean We were talking last weekend. Uh-huh. And um 
because we're all longtime friends, so about 20 years or so. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think he's he's leaning toward being done. I mean, I know you did fantasy football and got divorced. I don't think you divorced Giselle. You know, she's a hot supermodel sugar mama. If she wants me to retire, I'm retiring. Mm -hmm. Spend more time with the kids, you got it. Exactly. You know, (laughs) and keep that money coming in, honey. I mean, but anyway. Okay, so we wrapped up. Running back, it sounds like. Well, I mean, I I felt like I had I I, do, I have more than just one running back, but I felt like I had a solid or a, a decent running back pool to choose from. So who do you have? So coming back around, obviously Cooper Cup was in the third, fourth round. I was looking at the man we've talked about earlier, or has come up earlier, Travis Etienne. Mm. I'm thinking, okay, this could be this could work out good here. Even with Robinson playing, this guy is supposed to be their featured back going forward here. And he's, and he's phenomenal. So I took him. Next round was my little blip. Um, I didn't intend for it to happen yet or, or potentially at all, but I did put him in my, in my, uh, you know, in my sights. Uh, I got uh, Damien um, from the Texans. Oh, Damian oh, uh, Pierce, Pierce, right? Yeah, he was on my radar. Everybody so loves he's him. Number one, there's nobody else. And I thought, mm, let's keep him in my sight. But time was ticking and I didn't pull the trigger on anybody else. And he was the guy lined up. I wasn't terribly uh, upset with that either. Um, another couple of rounds, picked up the Jets, first string running back, um, picked up Miles Sanders somewhere along the way. That's, that's wild. That Miles Sanders not bad. crazy. And come to think, yeah, and that's the guy who's putting up points in my running back room. Him and, him and, um, and Fournette are the only two that are, you know, doing anything. But, you know, I don't know. It's only two weeks down. Um, Etienne's getting touches. He's splitting the backfield a little bit more. Maybe that'll turn around. If you look at this week, all of the like, okay, here's your prime for breakout weeks. Damian Pierce is on there. They play in the Bears, but is it a breakout that's going to stick? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, ETN, they're saying, should be better this this week. And um, there's there, one of my other running backs is also supposedly set to break out. And I'm like, well, the, oh, Miles Sanders. I'm like, well, mm. geez, guys, thanks. I want to know which one of these three to play. And you're telling me that all three of them look like they're going to have a good week. Miles Sanders is is proving himself. He looks good. Yeah. Etienne, I think, will come. Mm-hmm. But I think he needs a year to develop. And here's a th- my pause on Etienne. Coming off ACL, ACL surgery, yeah. he needs to find his legs and his comfort within the offense. He's playing in a new coach and Peterson. Peterson is will use a committee, period. So you're not going to get the volume that you would with like a Leonard Fournette. All right. Um, now, uh, oh, geez, I just had his name. Uh, who's it? Lovey Smith mm-hmm. for the Houston, Texas. He's going to run the ball. I mean, he brought in, you know, the uh, uh, hamster muscle. What's his name? Uh, I forget his name. Yeah, oh, for for the Bucks, the hamster muscle. The, remember for the Bucks? Um, oh, what was it? he was he was short. He wasn't fast, but he could pick up yardage. Um, yeah. He came out of Rutgers, I believe. I, I forget his name. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they used to call him that. They used to call. They used to call him that. They called him that. It was the mu- the muscle hamster or something. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. So so anyway, uh, um. Lovey Smith will have a good running game. You're just going to find it. It's yeah. his first year. I think the, he's the one that actually drafted uh, Montgomery. 
Is that right? I think so. For Chicago. Because that would make sense. He finds running backs. And he's going to have a, a good defense. So I'm not at all surprised that Houston's been competitive. The problem is whether or not they have the the, the younger receivers and the quarterback in, in Mills. But Lovey Smith, and I love that big, bushy, white beard on the sideline, is a hell of a coach, and they're going to have a good defense, and they're going to have a running game. So I would just be patient and just wait. But right now, if I'm choosing those three, I'm playing Sanders right now. Uh, I've got Sanders in the lineup. But I mean, the more I think about how, how I'm just I'm thinking, you know, number one guy playing the Bears, I'm probably going to change out and put Pierce in. Ah, uh, the Bears defense isn't what it used to be. It's terrible. It's Giving not up the most most to running backs. Khalil, after two Khalil games. Mack is gone. Their defense yeah. isn't what it used to be. So I, I don't know. That's a tough decision. Miles Sanders is a pass catching running back who Jalen Hurts feels comfortable dumping the pass off when he's running yeah. out of the pocket. And as much as he feels, I mean, we're going to go to wide receiver next, but that's a toss up because he's getting the touches in the ball. He's volume. getting touches. He's not getting goal line carries. He's losing to the other two guys and Jalen Hurts on the goal line. Yeah. So I picked up Sanders when he was a rookie. Right. And I've had him on my team for two years. This is the first time I haven't had him on my team. Um, I probably I want I should have picked him up, but he is electric when he gets that ball. He's got moves. He's fast as hell, um, and I would love to have him on my team. And you didn't want Pierce, but you didn't go with the trade that I sent you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but now, now here you are. You're, now you love now you love Pierce even though it's well. <laughs> you're offering me a wide receiver. But let's be honest, Sanders, in my opinion, has not shown fantasy value because he played under a Peterson system. Yes. Who Peterson doesn't just do committee with two backs. He does a committee with three or four backs. Right. The only reason why he does two backs in Jacksonville right now is because that's all they got. Yeah. And and as far as wide receiver is concerned, I mean they don't they're not rich at wide receiver. So I think I, I think Sanders was a great accidental pickup. He wasn't accidental. He was oh. just around mm-hmm. and it was like, well, I'll go with Miles Sanders because he is Miles Sanders. I know he's good, but again, he's just got so many other people around him that are taking touches. Well, and Philly's looking pretty good. I mean, I picked him up well, well into the draft. Uh, you know who's going to have a great year? And I said this from the beginning of the season, and I wish I was recorded on it. And you've heard me say it: Detroit will be yeah. at least five hundred. DeAndre Swift, and I say this not just because I watched, uh, you know, um, what's that show, Hard Knocks? Every single coach on that staff is a former player. Deuce Staley was a badass running back. He's high on DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, if he stays healthy, is going to tear it up. And Jamal Williams, as his backup, is going to do a good job. A better job than he did in, in Green Bay. I'm really high on the Lions, and I'm pissed off that everybody else decided to go down that road because yeah. I was waiting, waiting. I wanted Amon Ross so bad I could taste it. But I was hoping to take him in like the seventh round or the eighth round, and I got sniped. I should have took him sooner. He is going to tear it up as a as a wide receiver. He may be wide receiver number one by the time the season's over. Could be. He's the number one target. Jared Goff play, looks better when he gets the ball to him. The guy has the pedigree from his father. He catches 200 balls of practice. 
he's going to tear it up. And he's, damn it, Bobby, he's going to be a <laughs> hell of a keeper next year. Yep. But but never but and what he, Bobby got him I think in the sixth round or something. Well, he like got that. him. He got him. You said sixth round. I believe so. Yeah. I was hoping to get him. I was hoping to get him in the seventh round, the following round. But you know, like I said, I, I should have probably picked him up sooner, knowing how Six good round. he's going to be. But uh, okay, so for my wide receivers, I kept T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. I picked him up. I thought it was the ninth round. It turned out it was like the eighth round. Um. So and then all the language coming out, you know, on fantasy football, he was like a top three round pick, okay, because of Cincinnati's offense last year. So I was anguishing about keeping him because I didn't want I was gonna not do a keeper at all. But I chose to keep him because how do you how do you explain losing a third like a top three round pick when you had him in the eighth round? So I had to keep him, right? Even though he had shoulder surgery over the summer, which I wasn't happy about. I wasn't not high on that. So I go him and then I pick up uh Debo Samuel. Because I'm thinking, oh, he's worth the second round pick. This guy is going to be a monster. Look what he did last year. I had him last year. He was one of the reasons why I went from worst to first. He yeah. was, yeah, he was, he was, I'd probably say right there with Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. Because he does so much more. He doesn't, he's not just a wide receiver. They have him running out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, did he throw one last year? He threw year? one, yeah. Yeah, like one. the guy was insane for me. So I was so surprised that nobody really was high on him. Even in the fantasy world, he was not a a, a top first round, second round pick. He wasn't far out. I think he they was, were like going like third round with him. Which was I can tell you why surprising. because they are all high on Ayuk, and they were high on Ayuk last year. And I remember I took Ayuk, and then I ended up getting Samuel's later, or vice versa. I had them both last year. And Ayuk didn't pan out because he was in the doghouse a lot. And then all I heard over the summer was, oh, he's out of the doghouse. It's going to be his year. It's <laughs> his year. They were pushing him all summer long. But I think um, Debo's still the guy. Is Debo's he? The is, guy. is Ayuk smaller? Don't know. I don't know. I think so. I think they're both pretty fast. I think Samuels might be faster. Mm-hmm. But I remember being, people being very high on Ayuk. The problem with Ayuk is he doesn't get the volume that Debo gets either. Mm-hmm. And Debo got that volume from Garoppolo, which I didn't think about that when I picked him up because they were going to roll with Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why Garoppolo stayed. i got to be honest with you. If I was Garoppolo, I'm not not going to take a backup position. I'm going somewhere where they want me to start in like Seattle or something. Houston, Seattle, yeah. Well, did I mean, they announce it late? I yeah. felt like yeah. they announced it late, so he was kind of like stuck. Well, he could have gone to Seattle. He could have fought and gone to Seattle. Seattle would have put him in the starting position, and then you got DK Midcalf to throw to. Yeah. Okay, who is a monster too. And I bet you DK would be happy about that too. Sure. Okay, so I went Debo. I got T. Higgins as a keeper. And then I'm thinking, oh, there is uh, um, DeAndre Hopkins. I know he's out for six games, but that just means he's going to be healthy. And he's going to be, he is, has always been a top uh, first round yeah. pick. Mm-hmm. So I pulled him and I pulled Tyler Boyd just in case T Higgins was hurt. And then from there I picked up Dalbs because I heard some great things about Dalbs and uh, um, out of Green Bay, which apparently LaFleur is pretty high on. And I didn't put him in the lineup last week, but he was definitely, he was double digits. Really? So, Aaron, yeah. Christian Watson, the whole year, they're high on Christian Watson, they're high on him. He's dropping passes. 
Albs is exceeding expectations. He wasn't. He didn't have the expectation that Watson had, but he's exceeding expectations with Rodgers. And Rodgers is a trust guy. Yeah. If you're not caught catching his passes, he's not throwing to you. Mm-hmm. So I went, I went with Dabs. I'm hoping that he might be a potential viable keeper. All right. That being said, I don't think I'm that strong at wide receiver. At least it hasn't shown up in the last two weeks. It's been kind of weak with T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd's not getting a lot. Um, Debo's not doing bad, but he's not doing like he did last year. Um, and yeah, I can't play DeAndre because he's still out. So I'm still a little weak. I'm hoping in the back end I'll just kind of catch catch fire at the right time. Israel, what about you? What uh, how'd you do at wide receiver? I did great because of the computer. Um, <laughs> Diggs is um, far and away the best player on my team right now. Typically. Uh, I'm a running back guy, and I think somebody brought it up last year when we have the boards up, and we always show the old boards, and Keith, it was Keith, he said, boy, Janice, you like them running backs, huh? Because I go for running backs early because I feel like that's where the points are at, Um, and I usually have a weaker um, receiving core. That's where I start doing waiver wire stuff and finding out who's hot and what's coming up. This year, I... I almost did the opposite because of that picking up digs and I had Taylor was my keeper right. in the third round. So Taylor was your second round keeper. Oh, he was my second yeah. round. So then you took Elliot and mm-hmm. then you took Elijah Mitchell. Right. So you hit three, so I three running backs with it. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. And so, and then I started thinking then about a while without a right, running back. Yeah. And then I started sticking with wide receivers. Well, then Kittle was there like in the fifth. Six? Six round. And I was like, he's not going to be around. He's not going to be around again. So I grabbed him. And then I did go with a lot of wide receivers to try to figure out who was going to be hot. I think I got Thielen. You got Bateman, Renfro, Thielen. Bateman and Thielen are great steals. Bateman is going to get more balls. He looks like the receiver that he looks like the receiver that the uh, uh, Baltimore Ravens thought he could be with the last game. Mm-hmm. And Lamar is going to get a little bit more comfortable with him, especially if Duvernay is still hurt. But those are the two, there are two receivers. Thielen, I don't know what happened to him. He's another guy who was like shining and then kind of fell off. There was a lot of talk about the Minnesota offense taking off this year. Throws and this and that. And, oh, double teaming Jefferson. So Thielen's going to be open. So I kind of went with that route. It hasn't materialized right. yet. Um, it's not terrible. It's Thielen's not, not terrible. Terrible, but and that's the thing. I always struggle with wide receivers, and I don't know why. I feel like I understand running backs better, and I understand running schemes better. So I tend to do better when I'm when I'm drafting running backs. And I always my headaches and my stress come from saying which wide receiver is going to break out this week, or who's covering who. That's where I I spend most of my time is. And my thoughts are on which wide receivers. And this year, though, I don't think my team is as strong uh, in running back as it has been in the past. So I'm stressing about every damn thing. But um, And then with Kittle going down, I had to find somebody to throw in there. Um, and I, he's healthy. It popped up today. He went from um, questionable healthy so i think he's playing this weekend i don't think that you did that bad i mean i think the problem is we have this general point of view that running backs are valuable this they've always been valuable 
But now most of your teams are using committees. Most of your teams, and when I say committees, it's not like it's a one or two back. There's, I mean, how many, how many teams have one workhorse of a running back now? Not very many. No, just not very many. Even your number one of your like multiple year number one draft picks, Christian McCaffrey, is not the player. That that he once was, he's not the draft. He's not the value of the draft pick. So the wide receiver is definitely where it's at. So you have to try, kind of change that strategy a little bit. But that being said, I think I think you're fine at wide receiver. To be honest with you, it sounds well, like I've got a lot up. of choices, and so sometimes I do worse when I have more choices <laughs> because I'm a great, I'm a classic overthinker. Yeah. Um. So the the fewer choices I have, I usually do better. Um. But I wanted to say too with your keeping of Higgins, uh, using him as a keeper, you were right to keep him because of the value. Mm-hmm. You know, he, his value is so high. Yeah, he's coming back from stuff, and since he right now is working some things out, I mean, uh, Burrow had uh, his appendix taken out during the preseason, so he's still kind of working back too. But you got to that's what i look for when i keep somebody is the value and i couldn't let taylor go back into the mix that's why i kept him the year before i kept um miles sanders because the value i pay, i got him at as a as a rookie in like the 4th or 5th round i would have been stupid to throw him back out there in the mix now they did run by committee and like you said it was like four running backs and I don't feel like the coach liked him very much either for some reason. So, you know, his production um, wasn't there and then he got hurt. But you, I always look at the value and I also like to look at younger running backs. So I like to draft those younger running backs late if I can, because depending on what happens throughout this year, that kid might be bumped up there the following. And that's what happened with Taylor with me this year ends but, up being the number one running overall pick mm-hmm. i had him because i picked him up young and i picked him up late but the problem with that is that you handcuff yourself to that value and i think that's where the issue comes in you're like okay i kept him he's got a lot of value i gotta play him and then he there's a dud and there's somebody in the waiver wire you're like damn it why didn't i pick him up and play him and and instead the value yeah that's that's the speculation park, and you have to like let go almost. I I really the the year that I won, I had no attached value to any player, and I shuffled that that whole damn team was picked up off a of waiver wire, and that's where we had a discussion the following year was should we be penalizing or preventing or restricting waiver wire pickups, but that's how I won because I didn't value. Now I find myself, Oh, I picked him up at number one or number two. And I, mm-hmm. I, I'd be an idiot not to play him and, and I'm not shuffling around and I'm not winning either. So I'm hoping T Higgins holds that value, but I haven't seen it last two games. And, and let's just say that for, for sure. The players that we thought like Zeke, where CD lamb, where Justin Jefferson dud this past week, like, this is a weird fantasy season so far, week two. The players we thought were high on are not, I don't know. And I wonder if it is this new preseason that's much shorter because they're playing an extra game that counts. They play a few, you know, they play mm-hmm. one less game that doesn't. But then again, like you said, they kept everybody out. 
I watched some preseason games. I got into them late, and I'm like, uh, where are the starters at? They were already T-shirts done and hats, or didn't play at all. Yeah, and you have no idea how to identify, and, and, and it right. just hurts your. I don't know what to say with that. I think that maybe you're uh, at this point. We're going to say, okay, fine. How did they do last year? Are they young? Okay, I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. What about what about you? What about your you had you have an incredible receiving core because you kept yep. Cooper Cup. Yep. You picked up Justin Jefferson in the first round. Yep. Who else so, do you got? Swung back around. I was really high on. This is another guy. I got all the guys almost. I feel like I got everybody that I marked. Uh, Cortland Sutton. I'm thinking Russell yeah, Wilson. I, loves, I was going to pick him up. Asshole. Yep. Him. Yep. He loves throwing the deep ball. I know Ray likes him. He's always <laughs> liked him. And I'm like, oh, Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton. I was looking at, all right, is it Judy or Sutton? I was happy with either one, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And Judy went. And I'm like, okay, one more pick before my turn. And Sutton is still there. Thank God. Take him. Got him. Good. So I was happy with that. Uh, I believe it was even the next round. I think I took Gabriel Davis. Yeah. Um, asshole. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, if you're going to leave him sit around, like I said, my my target, and this is now everybody's going to know, I, I love going up to those wide receivers. So... I went receiver heavy. Um, just to, so, yeah. No, no, no. I take it back. That next round was the Damian Pierce blip. But... Probably well needed. I still needed, I need running backs. And then Gabriel Davis. Then I thought I'll take a tight end and Dawson Knox. Double down on the Bills players, which I'm not crazy about at that point, at least with the receiver and a tight end. Knox is not a bad pickup. I'll talk about that in a second, but let's finish the wide receiver part. Um, So just checking at Knox's numbers just to see what happened in week two. Eight points after a one catch game in game one. So far, I dropped him he's been picked up by somebody else but then miles sanders melvin gordon matthew stafford and then we got into my favorite gem of the draft drake london um <laughs> I, I did take a defense in there too san francisco well, but hold- then drake london i'm like yeah. all right n- top 10 in the actual nfl draft picked by a team who's yeah probably not going to be that good with marcus Mariota playing quarterback but everybody loved him and so therefore so did i where they, did he come out of USC? I think so. Oh, uh, I can't. They, they they only have one other person to throw to, Kyle Pitts, right? Who everybody knows is going to get the ball, so yep. they double down on him. And so, who do you got left? Drake London, great yep. pick. But I gotta say, I fucking hate you. You you're, <laughs> you picked before me, and every time you were taking the players that I was pretty much high on. I'm hoping Gabriel Davis slips a little bit because again. If he's going to be a keeper, I want to keep him at 9, 10, right? Same mistake I made with Amon Ra. I'm hoping, like last year, nobody picked him up. Every year, we are no more than two picks apart. (laughs) And I'm always right ahead of you. And I'm trying really hard not to talk to you about football. I just got to keep my damn mouth shut. (laughs) Well, you didn't say anything about Davis, Gabriel Davis. The year before I did. Um, The year before you did, but you were calling him Gabriel Brown. So how the fuck was I supposed to know who Gabriel (laughs) Davis was? I mean, I picked him. It's in his subconscious. I picked him off of that four touchdown game in the playoffs that he had with uh, against, was it um, Kansas City? Like, I knew who he was then. Coming into this year, I'm like, okay, no more um, Emmanuel Sanders. So this is the guy. This is now the number two guy. No more Emmanuel Sanders or John Brown. Right. Yeah, John Brown. He's another one disappeared. Disappeared. So Gabriel Davis is going to be a monster for that team. Um, Well, I think John Brown is back in Arizona, isn't he? Yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, so my wide receiver room is is full of of pass catching, touchdown scoring monsters. 
Um, except for Cortland Sutton doesn't have a touchdown yet, but he's putting up numbers. He's getting catches. Oh yeah. He, he's a big, tall, fast. He's going to get some touchdowns. Good hands. Yep. And, and, and I mean, playing with Russell Wilson, he's going yep. to get the ball. I think you just got to let Russ cook. You know, he's not off to a great start this year, but he just changed teams, new team, new coach, new yeah. colors, whatever, new receivers. He's going to find these guys. He's going to turn these guys. He's going to turn it up. So let's let, let me bring it back full circle. So I also picked up Julio Jones. I'm mm-hmm. um, hoping stays healthy at least half of the season, so I can get some. You know, with Mike Evans out, I'm hoping this is a big week for him. Um, and then uh, I picked up Greg Dortch. I'm excited about Greg Dortch and Arizona. I mean, he's not yep. a 30 point guy, but he's a double digit guy so far. Yep. Um, now that being said. Kelsey was picked up, I think, in the fifth round. Did that spur your choice to pick up uh, uh, Kittle? I think so because Kelsey was a second. No, round he was pick. second round. Yeah, second he went round early. Pick. There was a couple dudes. Pitts went early too, I think, and then there was nothing. So when it came back around, and there's Kittle sitting there, I'm like, "How oh, is this guy still on the board?" Fifth round. I said, "I can't let him go by," because I. That's another position. I'd like to not worry about. I agree. Is tight end. And for years I had Ertz. And in fact, Ertz was my keeper a couple of times because I picked him up late and then I kept him and then I had to give up the two to keep him again. But he was that was still six rounds, yeah. I think. And I'm like, the value. Gotta keep him. And but that's when um Godair. Godair, yeah. Yeah. Goddard came along and they started splitting and this and that. And then he you know, and, and then, then went sucked, and then yeah, Ertz, back the other guy. Ertz doesn't get the volume that he used to, and he probably right. won't because he's probably he's over thirty now, and it's a second team, and they have receivers to go to, so they're looking at him to be a true tight end. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, uh, I, I I'm always cautious of Kittle, and the reason is because he gets hurt and he misses games, and I am a very I'm very big on durability um, because I want somebody who's consistent. Uh, I went ironically with Hawkinson out of Detroit because again, I'm thinking the lions are going to be a team. Golf has got Hawkinson at tight end who can catch and he's got Amon Ra, And those are the guys I wanted this year with Deandre Swift in the backfield. I went Hawkinson. That has been terrible for me. He, he gets the most, targets of any tight end in the league so last year he wasn't that bad and then i went goddard just as a my, few rounds later yeah i add as a backup because i'm wondering if hawkinson is going to live up to the expectation so I, I just did it to hedge my bet i can't play hawkinson right now he's hurt with the hip and he's not getting the targets or he's not catching the amount of targets that he's been given he's still the most targeted t- tight end in the league but he's not catching them is that because of his hip? I don't know. But if he can come back healthy, they I mean, he, they have Shark, but nobody's high on Shark. They have Josh Reynolds, okay. But really for passing, they have Hawkinson and they have Amon Ra. So I'm hoping Hawkinson steps up and shows him the type of Gronkowski that he could be. If not, I got Goddard to fall back on, who I think is a pretty good tight end to have. Yeah, I think so. All right. So what did you did you do another tight end or just uh, no? I think I went with I just stuck with him because I was like, all right, I'm good there. 
This is the first year, though, I didn't pick up a kicker. Or, no, I grabbed the defense. But I, who does that? Is it Keith? That Kenny. Never, Kenny does that. Kenny does that? Yeah. I thought, you know what? Let's just see. Let's see <laughs> who I can pick up. And I think that's why I have so many options at wide receiver that are so mediocre. Oh, hold on. We don't have to pick up a kicker? Nah, you you have to play a kicker. No, I know, but you have to week. play. But do you, you don't, don't have, have to, to draft him because I'm always picking him up, and, and then when I fill that spot, I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm done with right. that. I'm not going. Nope. Yeah, I took a kicker at the in my very last pick. Okay, that changes like, my strategy you know, for next year. Yeah, it's well, different. Well, so okay, so I never <laughs> I worry. Sweated at all? <laughs> like, uh, whatever. I never usually worry about tight end at all. I usually leave tight end at the very end. I pick him up on waiver wire. Like the first year that we, when I won, I picked up, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Jordan uh, from Washington. Um, Thomas. No, not Logan oh, Thomas. Thomas. Uh, There's a can- no, Jordan Cameron. Are you, huh? are you- Jordan Cameron? No, Jordan. Uh, Jordan. I remember who you're talking about. Yeah. He's not in the league anymore. He got, he's banged Speed? up quite a bit. No. Um, he turned out to be great. Yeah. And he kind of went unnoticed. And, uh, as we know, we were unnoticed now. Um, so I never really worry about like you, like, I don't really w- worry about tight end. I had Knox the last couple of years. And the reason is Knox is not going to get the volume. He's going to get three or four targets at the most, but he's good for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's good for a touchdown each game, which is at least seven points. So if I'm getting like, you know, 10, 15 points out of tight end, I'm happy because they're not going to all, I mean, when you go from Kelsey, so like you go, I mean now, but like Kelsey, Kelsey Andrews, Pitt, Andrews, but even Andrews gets hurt, misses games, and not always has double digits. Kittle, you know, you go past those four, those four guys, Goddard. Who else is there? There's nobody that, and that's why I like to go because there's the disparity. If I'm going up against somebody, I'm looking at the matchups. Oh, he's got this tight end, but I've got this tight end. So if I have a higher tier tight end, tight end, I know I'm going to win that points battle, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's if you can play the tight end, right? Well, you know, well, I like your, I like what you said earlier. You don't want to have to think about anything with the tight end, mm-hmm. and I'm the same way. I want to have a tight end that I am confident enough to set him and forget him for the whole entire season. And that's where it's been really tough the past few years because there's only been a few of those tight ends. Um, you know, a few years ago when Ju- uh, Julius came out, Julius for the Broncos, I'm like, I saw him and I'm like, oh my God, that's mm. the guy. Went and got him, played him. It was great. Uh, uh, Peyton Manning turned him into a superstar. Peyton left and that was the end of Julius. Um, but and, I, and some of the other guys I've had in the, over the years, like, you know, we don't have as many of them anymore. And the ones we do have all get hurt. Kelsey gets hurt. Andrews gets hurt. Kittle gets hurt. Wallen. Wallen? Wallen. Waller. Waller. He, he, I mean, I think him, Waller and Andrews are the two that have been hurt the least so far. And they put up the points. After those guys, they're all tier two tight ends. Uh, those are the tops right there. Pitts, but Pitts isn't getting any passes right now. So it's tough. It's tough on the tight ends. So well, now it's kind of merry-go-round. The other guys you're hoping will shine, like the Mo uh, Moax. Uh, oh no, Mo Ali yeah. Cox, Cox mm-hmm. former basketball player. You're hoping, but he, I mean, he's not getting passes. Jonu Smith, Jonu Smith, coming out of uh, Tennessee, went to New England. I had such high hopes for that dude because he can catch and he's. But 
He gets hurt too. He's not getting the targets. Mm-hmm. Hunter Henry's getting the targets, but Hunter Henry gets hurt. Engram has not been the player that everybody thought he would be. Conklin, he's doing better than what people expected, but he's still not the player you're gonna that you thought he was gonna be. Irving Smith, not the player you thought he was gonna be. Zach Ertz hasn't lived up to the his former reputation at all. And then I'm just trying to think. I'm I mean commit gets a couple of passes. Not the tight. He's not. He's not a Waller. He's not a Darren Waller. He's not he a Kittle. Doesn't get the targets. I had. I dropped him. Right. He. Um. Oh wait. I'm, I might be mixing up the, leagues. I'm going to be in another league. But I had him in one, and it's like he's not getting the targets. I'm like, I'm done. And I the, dropped him. I fall for him every year. Right. And the the tight end for. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at Russell Wilson. And you go. Russell Wilson doesn't pass the tight ends. Right. Right. He goes to Denver. His tight end. Relatively unknown. Noah Fant goes to Seattle. You're kind of like, uh, I like Noah Fant, but is he going to get the ball? He hasn't done anything. Then you look at what Olga Gajkinobi or something like that. What is his name? Nobody Albert ever heard of him. Okay. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn it, Russell, why couldn't you give me a heads up? But I mean, that being said, I feel confident with my tight ends. Um, sounds like you do too. And it sounds like we'll you see. do too. No, I, I dropped Knox after he got one point in the first game. I'm like, well, that was probably a bad idea. There's too many, like, there's the ball's going around. I mean, the ball's going to go to Gabriel Davis and Steve and Stefan Diggs, of course. After that, the running back's going to get a little bit. Josh Allen's going to be running the ball a bunch. And so, tight end, probably an afterthought there. Let's nix him down. Knox gets the targets because he's a security blanket. For Allen, yeah, and I Allen had him is a little not bit last year too. I thought, and I didn't think it was Allen is not running out. like he did before. The problem is there's too many mouths to feed. Yeah, in, uh, in the Bills, there's too many mouths to feed, and uh, for Ertz, right? right? He's on Arizona. There's too many mouths to feed. You it, you got to look at teams that don't have that many mouths. Right? Oh. I, I, you know what I mean? Um, I picked up. Um, well, OJ Howard had a great he first came week. Out of nowhere and then had a crappy well, game the, the, the next he week. He had two catches. I invested for two right. touchdowns. Yeah. But I invested value in him before in Tampa Bay. I he thought he looked. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Brady loved him too, but never materialized. Yeah. Brady Mounts. Gronk came along and then. Yeah. Rudolph. <laughs> I'm hoping Rudolph would make a difference. He's not going to mount anything. Mm-hmm. You know who we didn't talk about? Gasecki. Where has Gasecki been? Too many mouths to feed. Well, there's a lot of mouths. When he throws it to a tight end, he's not going to Gasecki. He's going to Smythe. Mm-hmm. Well, Gasecki did have a touchdown this week. I don't know how many right, catches he, he had total, but there was a lot of points scored in that game as mm-hmm. well. And I think crazy. that the yeah. Dolphins are going to throw the ball a lot too. Um, oh. I had Gasecki in my other league, played him in week one, got one catch. I'm like, well, that sucked. What do we do now? Hey, there's there's Taysom Hill. He looked like a superstar again. <laughs> Let's grab him and play him this week. Bad move. Played should have played Gasecki. Fortunately, I didn't drop him. We didn't drop him in that league. Had we played Gasecki, we would have won the game. We would have been two and zero on top of the league. I don't think Ross. Taysom Hill is a bad pickup. I don't. I think he had a bust this week because he played against a Tough very defense. solid defense. I think he will probably do decent. The other guys that uh, I was thinking about um, just a second ago, besides Kaseki, was um, oh. you're going to name the guy that I actually picked up. I think Tyler Higby. Two straight weeks, ten targets each game. Twenty targets. That that is um, probably first in the league or one of the highest in the leagues. Who's he with this year? He is with the uh, Rams. Rams. Yeah. So. I don't think he gets the volume 
uh, that other tight ends get. So he's kind of risky. But the other person I was going to talk about were the Ohio boys, Hurst and Najoku. I think Najoku is emerging as a as a good as a great tight end, and I think Jacoby's starting to feel more comfortable with him. He certainly tore it up last night, uh, the other night against Pittsburgh. Um, and whether or not Hurst is going to be uh, an emerging receiver for Burroughs, I don't know. But Cincinnati's not playing at the level that you were hoping that they would be exactly. at compared to last year. Yeah, that's so, been disappointing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe Mixon, great running back. One of the top 10 running backs who does not have a touchdown. Yep. You got to believe they're going to come. It'll come. Two he gets weeks. the volume. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll come. It'll come for sure. But again, he's splitting time with Perrine too on, the, on those third downs. So I think you're right. It'll come. But what is going on? Cincinnati, Burroughs throwing interceptions? Is he, re, is he regressing? I don't know. Super Bowl hangover. Mm-hmm. Could be. It happens. Well, okay, so, every time. so now let's go. We covered tight end. Let's go into quarterback. I don't like to worry about quarterback at all. I I mainly approach the draft. I'm looking at running back, wide receiver. I just go back and forth. And then I try to pick up a tight end later on, and I don't care about defense. I don't care about a kicker. And I don't even care about a quarterback. I saw Russell Wilson, and I forget what round, and I was like, yes, please. Late. It was late. I think, I think yeah. so. And I said yes, please, because he's now in Denver and he's got some great receivers to throw to, and they got a viable defense. Even though he's in probably, I think, the toughest division, which means he's going to have to put up points right. with the Chargers, Kansas City, and Las Vegas. Where are you at, Russell? I love you. I love Wilson. I've loved him since he was drafted. I love the chip on his shoulder. I love his spirituality, his approach, his demeanor. Love everything about the guy. But I'm dying here. I'm gotta dying. Let him cook. Said it earlier. Yeah. You gotta let Russ cook. You think that's the problem? I think he's gonna get it going. Yeah, I do. Um, I hope, but I do think he's gonna get better and better. I hope so too, because I mean, you had a good, you had a decent week with Cortland Sutton, right. but he's not doing well. And Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon aren't doing that great either. I mean, no. they're splitting the ball. Javante Williams, everybody's high on. Yeah, but he hasn't scored a touchdown and he hasn't done much. Uh, I'm hoping you're right. I'm hoping you're right. I picked up Matt, uh, oh, um, Ice, Matty Ice, later, you know, on a waiver wire, hoping that oh maybe he's going to do well in their Frank right, but I dropped him. I don't. I think he's going to struggle. Mm-hmm. I have another quarterback in mind, which I'm not going to talk about, but uh, which could be a viable backup. But I'm hoping <laughs> Russell is my guy all the way through. <laughs> all right, now what about you? Um, I took. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, fifth round. Um, I thought lot, he's got lots of weapons, looked really good last year. Um, and then there was the appendectomy, um, which I think he's, you know, he's still coming back from. I don't think the offensive line is as good as advertised because they made some moves. Um, but I, I went with him, and then late later on, I picked up Prescott. <laughs> and I thought, yep, here we go. I I can wiggle back and forth, look at the matchups each week, and either one of these guys is going to tear it up. And then Dak tore up his ankle, right? Was it an ankle or his knee? Either way. Uh, I can't remember, but he's... He's, he's another one. He gets, Oh, no, it was the hand. He's another, Yeah, his thumb, yeah, right? It was yeah. Just, yeah, so I was like, drop. And I didn't have a second 
quarterback until um, I picked up uh, what's his name? Tua. Oh yeah, he picked up fucking Tua, <laughs> who was on my waiver wire. Nobody picked up Tua because they're not they're not convinced. Right. And after, after six that game, touchdowns, yeah. After well, seeing them coming against he was gone. Baltimore. Second week, he's got a tough schedule ahead of him. He's got to play the Bills twice. He's got to play New England twice. Uh, that being said, Dax is somebody who I can't trust because, again, I don't think he's ever played a full season in the NFL. Right. And so that makes me a little questionable. And then with Tua, I nobody is sure about Mike Daniels. Mike Daniels might be the guy. You know, he might be better than the great thing about him. He's low expectations, but damn it. That team looks good so far. And I don't, I don't care if they lose to the bills or not. I don't discredit them. If they lose to the bills, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be a good team. And every position looks like they, they have improved upon. They really do. I agree. Even uh, chase picking up chase Edmonds. He was on my radar and got sniped. Uh, I think it was, was it you or Bobby? Bobby. Bobby. Bobby sniped me a couple times uh, in the draft. Um, So, but yeah, he, I think that game against Baltimore showed that he had the tenacity to stick in a game. And plus he's got Hill and Waddle. Um, and those two guys are absolutely insane. That tandem is ridiculous. I don't think there's any way that Tua cannot succeed or not do well throwing to those two guys. And you said that they have a tough schedule. Come a tough schedule, but here's their list: this week, Buffalo at home, uh, playing Buffalo in Miami. After that, it's a Thursday night game. They go to Cincinnati. I think that's a good matchup. A good They're going to be able to put up points there. Then they go to the Jets. They're going to put up points the against Jets the Jets. The Jets have a decent defense. Yeah. Especially think, with Saleh, a former I, yeah. defensive coordinator. Then they play Minnesota in Miami, Pittsburgh, at Detroit. I mean, they, they could put up points on Pittsburgh. Well, no, 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 no. Put up points on TJ, TJ Watt will be back. Maybe. And, and we talked about this. Maybe. TJ Watt is a difference maker. That defense is night and day better with TJ Watt there. I can't disagree. But, but anyway, keep going. Detroit. We can't say defense, for sure that he's going to be back. Detroit's Detroit? defense. Glenn has that defense dialed down. They're only going to get better. How many anyway. points have they given up in the first two games combined? Well, seventy this, something points. This seventy points. The second game they've. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, they were way ahead though. The second it game. Was, it was a high scoring game. Yep. Okay. Then um, at Chicago. Mm-hmm. Who's just waving people through to the end zone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Cleveland. Then they have this is going to be the toughest week, the bye week, where they score zero points. Cleveland. Cleveland has a defense. Cleveland's got an. Their okay problem defense. is yeah. Their problem is they're on the field too long. Right. Exactly. Then they play Houston. Another big game. Charlie Strong. I'm telling you right now, Houston's defense isn't as bad as you think it is. This is why they've been so competitive the last two weeks. Charlie Strong is not Charlie Strong. Damn it, that's he's from college. Uh, Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith is a great coach. I loved him when he was at Tampa. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. Go ahead. It gets a little tougher down the stretch. Um, at San Francisco, mm-hmm. at LA Chargers, mm-hmm. at Buffalo, and Green Bay at home. So, I, I think we'll be talking about this one with I told you so later this year, but. <laughs> the thing about Mike Daniels, he was the offensive coordinator for San Francisco when they went to the Super Bowl. 
was he partly responsible for for helping Mostert becoming a, an elite running back and well, developing that running game and bring it and 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 helping with Kittle? Right. I, I'm just curious because he's built that Miami team for speed. Hill on one side, Waddle on the other, Gasecki and Smythe as your tight ends. He's they still have Cedric Wilson and they've got Chase Edmonds. They're running. Miami's running backs have been kind of a weak point the last couple of years. They still have Gaskin, who looked like a a good running back the first year he was in. First he, two years he looked pretty decent. He's like their two or three guy now. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed he's is the their third guy. Ahmed Ahmed's is gone. Their, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. They and who's their second guy? They have Chase Edmonds. Mostert. Mostert. Mm-hmm. Which they go back and forth. Yeah, and they're fast and they're yeah. physical, and most are just can't stay healthy. Neither can Chase, but they their backfield was so solidified that Sony Michelle, which I don't understand, two Super Bowl rings, not a bad back. Maybe he's coming to the end of the road. I don't know. It was cut. Yeah, they didn't even trade him. They just cut him, mm. and now he's at the Chargers. So I think Mike Daniels has. F- I think he probably deserves a little bit more credit for San Francisco. Uh, and maybe that was part of Shanahan's success. And I think he's built that Miami team to be a strong, fast team that can put up points like you saw against Baltimore. So you're saying a two is going to be okay. I think two is going to be okay. I mean, listen, before that game, would have any, would anybody have thought two of the put up 35, 40 points? No. I mean, think about it. Waddle and Hill both scored two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they didn't just, it's not like they were open. They made some contested throws, but then they were, they were open. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple, they were wide open. I mean, and, and Tua did look good. He looked good. I, I, I'm going to say Mike Daniels so far has, has really impressed me mostly probably because he had low expectations coming in this year. And I said, I said this earlier this week, I don't see much difference between Baltimore and Buffalo. And I like the underdogs because the underdogs don't have those expectations and they don't have the pressure. So I think the Dolphins might be able to put up a good fight against Buffalo. I'm not saying they'll beat them because uh, I think Josh Allen is playing great and out of his mind, but they might be overconfident and Miami might put it on them a little bit. I know you don't like that in the beginning of the year, but man, if they punch him in the mouth right away, it sets that. the tone. I would love that. Well, we see, too, they don't give up. They were down. That game, they were down. In the fourth quarter, they yeah. were down. Against against a strong Baltimore defense. Exactly. Hill scored. <clears throat> Hill beat out Peters for a touchdown, first, like, second touchdown. Like, Marcus Peters is a great quarterback. I, I, I mean, come on. Come on. All right, now you got your uh, – I feel bad for your quarterback situation. Yeah, that was a, that was a little bit, but I – you know, I'm okay right now. What about what about your quarterback situation? I held out till late in the draft. I thought there's plenty of quarterbacks. These guys score points. All I need is somebody that's going to score 20 plus points a game. So I grabbed Matt Stafford. He couples my wide receiver, Cooper Cup. Figured that was pretty good. He just won a Super Bowl. Should have maybe thought about a little Super Bowl drought afterwards. But you know, I'm still waiting to see if that's going to pan out. I wanted to grab Tua. Tried it, but was beat off the waiver wire. Also needed a tight end. Do so, you have a? Um, I did pre-order my tight end to go first, mm-hmm. and then get a quarterback. And I figured that wasn't going to work. Who'd you pick up a tight end? Higby. Okay. Did you? Um, you probably could have had him at third. Probably still got him. 
Could you have um? Did you have a backup quarterback, a second quarterback? No. So I don't know if you know this, but Matt Stafford had an injury at oh, during the Super Bowl. I did know that. Mm-hmm. Ta- uh, he didn't have Tommy John's. He had a UCL injury, mm-hmm. and he had to rehab it. I don't know how he's doing now, but uh, he did the heavy. <laughs> he did some heavy ball training. Says his elbow feels fine now, but I'm not sure. Wow. Um. So that or you know. Maybe it is that Super Bowl hangover a little bit. Maybe teams have figured them out too. Uh, the Rams definitely have not looked as good as they should be, but neither has Cincinnati. Right. And Cleveland is doing better than I think they were than they were expected. I think Detroit's doing far better than they expected. Miami's doing far better than they expected. The Bills have lived up to their expectations. The Giants have lived up to expectations. Dallas has fallen off. Tampa's doing what they were expected to do. Jacksonville's better off. Tennessee's middle of the road. I mean, I think all I think the Cardinals look awful. Yeah. They where have they been? And maybe it's because of DeAndre Hopkins, you know? He's that big of a threat. But in the end, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's a strange year. It's a really strange year. Now, do we need to talk about kickers and defense and all that kind of stuff? Or? I don't really think so. No. Yeah. I, those are things he I still strained. never picked one up. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, those are the things I don't worry about, and I need to. I, I tell you right now, I was thinking about changing out my kicker and Matt Gay. Um, I don't know how I still feel about it. He's just. I don't know if they're going to put up the points to where the PATs matter and the field goals matter, matter. But right now I can't think of a better option out of another kicker who I'm still kind of waiting to see. And as far as defense, I feel like defense is something that you should change out every week, basically. Uh, and then when if you do find one, like right now San Francisco is a where to go, then I think you kind of ride that for a little bit. That's my team. There it is. But, but then again, at the same time, who do they play? They played Chicago, right? And they played was it Seattle? Mm. Not not Seattle. Maybe that's this week. I don't even know. Second week. I've been watching those West Coast games. They they played know. them in, in inclement weather. Yeah, played the first Both. one. Yeah, terrible. First terrible one was weather. the typhoon, and then the second game it also rained on them. Maybe yeah, it was Seattle. Yeah, I, I mean, so I don't know if their defense is really that good yet. Maybe it. Maybe they are. I wouldn't be surprised, but at the same time, I mean, the weather definitely contributes. Yeah. And, and I mean, you look at, I mean, Geno Smith, okay, fine. He's not Russell Wilson and he's not Aaron Rodgers and neither is Justin Fields. Uh, I mean, otherwise, what can you do? You know, Midcalf right, well, has not been litting it up either. And he's got Geno Smith, for God's sakes. And neither is Lockett. That's my point. So <laughs> is San Francisco's defense that legit? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. Um, I have Baltimore's defense, which I was really excited about until, until, the, fourth, week. <laughs> until the fourth quarter. Right. Um, who do you have? Um, for defenses, I had um, the Rams and the Colts. Those yeah, you would two. think the Rams. The Rams looked good the first week, mm-hmm. but I think their problem is they're on the field too long. Mm-hmm. Even with the Colts, because they're, they're defense um, that I rode last year. Um, like I said, and they're not as good, but I picked them up late. And I think with defenses, yeah, there's, you oftentimes have those, uh, perennial defenses that are always good. 
but you're right. This is a weird year. Yeah. So far. So far. And nothing is really solidified um, for a lot of stuff. So this defense is one of those things where you got to watch and you're right. You got to play the matchups, but even then um, you'll still find those defenses that are good week after week. And those are the ones you got to find and, and pay attention to. And then you have that one that you have and hold. And then you have maybe one that you stream. I'm often, I think I'm in the minority where I do like to have two defenses on my team so I can uh, mix and match. I was going to say, you're brave, man. Two defenses. and but So let me ask you this. I think the Rams are really that good. I just think they're on the field too long. And I think they're going to figure it out. I mean, with Donald with uh, uh, Donald on the field, I mean, and Ramsey, I mean, Ramsey. How, how can you lose that? But with the Colts, are they really that underwhelming, or are they um, are they also on the field too long because the offense can't get it going? I, I can't figure that one out either. Yeah, that's a tough one because uh, the Colts have been doing this thing where they bring in the veteran quarterback and. You know, that's been their experiment, I think. I think it worked out well with Rivers, um, and now he's done, so they brought in Matty Ice, and I don't think that team has gelled yet, and so they're not on the field as long. With Pitts being hurt, uh, Pittman being yeah. hurt, um, they were able to focus in on Taylor. So, Well, they didn't run Taylor a lot either. Well, I don't think they could. And, and I'm saying, like, if Pittman's out, who else are you going to throw to? They don't have really – so is it Matty Ice or is it – and it might be a little bit of Matty Ice. He's not a mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the Colts are, are – the defense is that good or if – I mean, but – I mean, come on. They lost to Houston and no, to Jacksonville. Houston. Well, they tied Houston. They, tied Houston. they should have lost to Houston. <laughs> I mean, against Houston, yeah. who was a debacle last year because of the Sean Watson thing. Mm-hmm. And then to Jacksonville. Who in the hell would have seen that coming? If, well – Look at their record against Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville's beat them. Yeah. Is that right? The yeah. last 11 times they met? Yeah. Something ridiculous. Yeah, like but that. Jacksonville was awful last year. Yeah, but they but still they, beat the Colts. They still beat the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, the Jacksonville, I thought Jacksonville looked pretty damn good last week. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they found the good coach in Peterson. I think Peterson's going to have them humming. I think so, too. I do. I don't, I don't know if they make the playoffs. No, but probably not. They're going up against Tennessee, Indianapolis, and Houston. That's uh, not a terrible division to to win in. I actually, mean, actually, they might make the playoffs. They they could. <laughs> yeah, I, Tennessee looks like garbage. Lovey yeah. Smith needs time. I don't think Houston will dominate. The Colts don't look good right now. They and, might come around. They've the, got still one of the best running backs. They've got a defense that could turn out. Who's this? Proven quarterback, Indy. Yeah, veteran quarterback. We'll see. I mean, they just owned them. But then Tennessee. Tennessee should have that division. They should, but what's happening? I, I think it's quarterback. I don't think that Maybe. they don't have the receivers, but also they don't have a – listen, I'm not I'm not a Tannehill hater. I'm just not convinced that Tannehill is a, is a great quarterback. I'm not convinced Wentz was a great quarterback. Maybe the Colts would have been better served by keeping Wentz because they could have had that gel. Mm-hmm. Wentz definitely looks like the better quarterback right now compared yeah. to Matty Ice yeah, out of Washington. Teams. But at the same time, um, Tannehill is not an accurate quarterback. And I don't think he can put it on his receivers. And they don't have any 
Yeah, they oh. lost AJ Brown. They lost um, the other guy, Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Yeah, and look at those two wide receivers. Those are two big boys. Yeah, six four, six five, and big guys. And he liked so to they throw. Could contest. They could come down with those contested throws because he's not as accurate. And they and he used to like to throw to John U. Smith. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have he's them too. But so I don't know if he. I don't. I feel like it's the same problem with Miami. You don't have any receivers for him to throw to, and he needs a big physical wide receiver that will make those contested catches. They don't have that. They have Derrick Henry. They're going to ride that horse to the yeah. end. But I, I feel bad for him. I think they might have ridden that horse. Now they're just beating a dead one. I I don't. I hope not. I think I'm a I'm very high on Derrick Henry. I always have been. I feel bad for him because he's in the same position Adrian Peterson was was in. Great running back, no quarterback, mm-hmm. and running back is not going to get you to the championship. It's not the 1950s. You have to have a quarterback, and so if you give Derek, if you put Derrick Henry, if you put Derrick Henry on the Rams, if you put him on Tampa Bay, if you put him on the Chiefs or the Chargers, oh boy, oh boy, because he's not the focal point, uh, right? I mean, hell, if you put him on the Cleveland, I'm on. Let's not say the Cleveland Browns. Let's say you put him on Cincinnati. Oh my goodness! I that, take him in Miami. <laughs> you put him in Miami. I mean, just imagine that battering ram, you know. But Tennessee, I don't understand what Tennessee does, and I, I, I just don't. Who understand. are their wide receivers? I don't even know. I don't either. It's Robert Woods. Huh? He's coming off an ACL tear from oh, last year. Woods, that's right. They have uh, a couple of rookies, um, and I couldn't even they tell you somebody that. else. I thought too. They, nothing. Nobody that electric. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown's a physical, strong, fast receiver who I had last year. I had him last year, and when he came out, I know he had some mental health issues. I was really disappointed because I I really liked that consistent play, mm-hmm. but he just didn't do well last year. And I wonder this year, Jalen Hurts working out well. Yep. I hope it stays that way, and I wonder how much of it was not him. It was Tannehill. It was the same problem I had with Amari Cooper when he was with Derek Carr. Their car is supposed to be this a good quarterback. Mari Cooper looked like he was the problem. He was a bad receiver, couldn't put any points up. He goes to Dallas. All of a sudden, he's putting up double-digit scores, you know, with double-digit touchdowns. So, I'm not double-digit touchdowns. He's putting up two or two or more touchdowns with Dax Prescott. Now he's gone. He's uh he's in uh, the Browns. Cleveland still turning it up. Yeah, and he still looked pretty good. So, and that's why I didn't go Devontae Adams because I don't trust Derek Carr. Hmm. I don't trust him. So I honestly think Derek, Derek Carr is overrated. And I wonder how many years he gets to prove that. Because I think he's had more than yeah, enough time. What? How many years has he been in the league? He's been around for a bit. Mm-hmm. At least five years, I'd say. At least. I At least. I mean, Yeah, but he just hasn't. I don't think he's proven. And I was, I was hoping that he would prove it. I think Jared Goff you're going to hate me for saying this. I think Jared Goff was underappreciated, underutilized, and undervalued, whereas Derek Carr has been in the opposite. Jared Goff has had less opportunity to show what he can do. Derek Carr has had more opportunities. And I think that uh, Jared Goff is a better quarterback, in my opinion. That's my opinion. He may be. Been to the Super Bowl. 
All right, the microphone's falling apart. Mike's Are we good? Down. We're good, yeah. <laughs> the microphone all right. wants to get done. <laughs> well, good luck, everybody, in fantasy football. I hope I kick all their asses this time. We'll tell you next year when we come back, okay? All I right. appreciate all right. the knowledge and the intel, gentlemen. I will certainly use it against you. Yeah. But for now, have a good night. All fairs and uh, fantasy football. And I would just want to say thanks for having me back. I really enjoyed doing this. Well, you're 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 handcuffed to us now. You got to come back next year too. Awesome. All right. Yep. Good. Maybe All right. we can. It's good to have you. Take it easy, guys. All right.